Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 150. Wow, 150 of Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of everything and anyone on the internet. I am Jason Green, and with me as always is Sean Smith. What does that mean, Jason? Are you, are you, are you sick of us? Triggered. No, I'm not sick of, of, uh, of any of you guys. Just you, Sean. No, I'm kidding. I'm sick also of Evan. Us... <laughs> I'm so glad he's not here. Also with us today is Stone Cold Steve Coltis. Boom! What's going on? What's up, man? It's yeah, not uh, much. Right, uh, fresh off the heels of NXT, right? Yeah, man. That was dope. That yeah. was dope. Oh, man. That was such a good event. So good. Also with us today, rounding out this crew, is Big Mac, the big dog, Big D, Mickey D, Magic Mike Dallas. <laughs> the man of a thousand nicknames. <laughs> that intro is just going to get longer each time. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a whole episode dedicated to your intro at one point. <laughs> Oh, man. Be the April Fool's episode. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good idea. I mean, Big it's Mac, not going uh, to be Sam Smith farting for an hour. <laughs> no. Or the, it, history, it the should, history of Dunkirk. <laughs> no, it should be uh, Mike reading Roman Reigns promos for an hour. Oh, God. He's suffering succotash. <sighs> I love when we talk about wrestling and Mike has no idea. As it should be. Yep. Yep. <laughs> when we're, we're done recording and it just devolves into wrestling, that's usually when I dip out. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, right, Mike? And then we realize you haven't been on in like two hours. <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 150 of Blah Blah Podcast. We've come a long way. This is a milestone in podcasting, uh, a podcast show, I should say. We have 150 titled episodes, but we also have a ton of tournaments that we've done and side episodes, which you can all check out on our uh, podcast feeds all over the web. Specifically, iTunes and Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to us there and check out our YouTube channel for some funny video reviews. So, and to commemorate this milestone, founding father of the show, Mr. Kyle Downey, who many, many moons ago, me and him were just, and Sean, but Kyle was part of the equation, we were all like, hey, let's do a podcast because that's the fun mm -hmm. thing to do. And we're all like, okay, sure. Founding father of the show, Kyle Downey, who has moved on and done bigger and better things with his life, has sent us. Huh? Uh, no, I was just going to say, Jason, I, I would assume I'm like the George Washington of the operation. Uh, uh, who, who would you be if, if we're, the, we're the founding fathers? I'm I'm the uh, the Ben Franklin because because um, you bang whores because I, <laughs> I bang whores and I'm addicted to kites. And uh, uh, what else did he do? Have chlamydia. Uh, <laughs> and I Jason. love money. Jason Jason tied a key and a and a, and a kite to his dick and then let it fly up in the lightning. <laughs> she told it you was to all for science. And <laughs> Kyle is a, a Thomas Jefferson, I guess, because he's a quiet guy, but when he says something, it's always profound and smart. Just like right now, he sent us a nice message commemorating our 150 episodes. So, Kyle, what do you have to say? I'm glad I'm not on the show anymore, you worthless fucks. Wow. Thank you so much, Kyle. It's always nice to hear your voice. Uh, anyway, without further ado, Sean, please take it away. All right. Uh, well, before we get into some uh, news for this week, we don't actually have that that much news uh, this week. But uh, I was uh, messing you guys earlier 
in the week talking about uh, a movie that I saw recently. Um, it's the new Mark Wahlberg film called Mile 22. Oh, boy. Uh, I had a lot of things to say about it when I left uh, the screening. I actually saw it Thursday night, so I, I was the very first person to see it. And uh, boy, did I regret Ever? that. Uh, ever probably i don't know do people watch movies at premieres i don't know um no. but uh but uh the big dog mike dowling apparently also saw it too so <laughs> <laughs> so i think uh me and mike will give uh uh the best review that we can spoiler wise this is going to be very heavy spoilers because there's no way you can really talk about this movie without spoiling it especially some some things that happen at the end or lack thereof um so uh mike what what were your just initial reactions of mile 22 um it feels like uh just without even being funny i've seen this movie before but done better it's a it's a standard uh plot of just get guy from point a to point b for reason mm-hmm. and like it, it and it was I don't know. It felt like it was supposed to have gone straight to video, and it didn't. Was Bruce Willis in it? No. No, but I'm sure like Mark, Mark Wahlberg is going to be turning into the next Bruce Willis after like, think so? shit like this. <laughs> if he keeps making stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Um, I think without Mark Wahlberg as your star, at least at this point in his career, you, probably it would have been straight to video. I know the the raid guy. Uh, I, I I don't remember what his name is, but he, uh, Johnny McRaid. N- no, uh, he he does a lot of direct video t- stuff too. So, um, I was kind of surprised that something like this actually made it to uh, theaters, considering just how terribly executed it was. And uh, apparently, yeah, I think that's that, that's simply because it's it, it's that combination of Peter Berg and Mark Wahlberg, and they've already had they had like, back to back. They had one mm-hmm. one uh, successful movie. It was that Lone Survivor movie. And the other two uh, was it two? They did. They did. This is their fourth time together, oh, right? Yeah, they did that oil rig movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they deep, then they then they did Patriot Day as well. Yeah, I think it was called Deep Water Horizon. I think something like that. Which uh, those, those other ones didn't make money. I mean, I knew they were all like critically not that great. I mean, I, I've heard people liked them. I haven't seen any of them besides. Lone Survivor. Oh yeah, I heard the I Patriots Day was didn't good. really care for. Um, but didn't they all make money? And like, I guess that's why they keep getting fucking greenlit. Um. Well, uh, the first one made money. Uh, considering the budget for the oil rig movie, um, mm-hmm. it was kind of not a success. And Patriots Day was not a success. In fact, they actually were trying to get that to be uh, in award season, and which was probably is mainly just because it was based off of a real life event. Um, but this one feels very direct to video. Um, so I guess we could just get into it right now. I think that the biggest, and Mike, you can, uh, agree or disagree. Uh, I think the biggest problem with the movie is the editing. Um, yeah, it, uh, it, it, it had a little bit of that, uh, that taken three syndrome, but see oh, the difference like is 20 takes. Yeah, but see, the difference is, is that they were only doing that for the action because Liam Neeson's 65 years old, as opposed to this movie where it does it for everything, including dialogue scenes. (laughs) 
Can I ask you a question? How many arm bars does Ronda Rousey put Stephanie McMahon in in this movie? Uh, no, no arm bars. Uh, oh. In fact, uh, she. Uh, J- have you seen the trailer for the movie, Jason? Yeah, but I I saw it passively. I have no idea what well, it's about. Trailer... I, I mean, it's. I do know that it's the sequel to Eight Mile. Am I right? <laughs> no. <laughs> in the trailer, they spo- they basically spoil that she dies. So there you go. Oh. She's only in the movie for like maybe a third at best. How does she die? Does, she, does Roman spear her? Uh, okay, she... so. <laughs> They, Does Orton come out of nowhere and give her an RKO? <laughs> no, they uh, they stick a bomb on the car, and then the car explodes, but she survives, but she's really badly hurt, and mm. they need to get to another car. So instead of uh, you know dragging her along, they give her, uh, I guess, two grenades. They give her Ligma? And what's Ligma? She, uh, <laughs> she, she Miles Dysons herself. Basically, yeah. Oh, which, where she goes. <laughs> which is so awkward because like it happens literally <laughs> as they're leaving, and it's like, who are these people that are coming up on her? Like, did how, how did they get away scot free? There's, it looked like they took out all the motorcycle people. Um, but the, like I said, the editing in this movie is so bad, especially in the dialogue scenes where literally not two seconds goes by before a cut happens. Uh, Jason, I, I, I remember you showed me the, um, the uh, YMS review of uh, World War Z. Oh, yeah, where uh, Adam was talking about how bad the editing was. Yeah, I think so. It's like that in the action scene, but ev- for everything. That's how everything is Z, in the movie. World War Z was a pile of shit. I mean, I just remember <laughs> that that one scene where the fucking... I'll just do a World War Z tangent just about this, but you remember the one scene where the doctor is running up the plane ramp from the zombies, and he trips, and he shoots himself in the head? What? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I yeah. I tried to put that out of my head, but now I remember. Didn't that happen anyway. in this movie, too? I'm trying to remember. Someone tripped and shot themselves in the head? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, the writer. <laughs> yeah. And then Ronda Rousey later, like... I don't know. No, no, it's no, I'm sorry. No, the, the, the writer did have the best line of dialogue in the movie at the very end. Where oh, oh, well, they give the, <laughs> you, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you what are you holding out on that one? Yeah, let's hold let's hold off on that one. <laughs> did okay. he say did he say uh Mark Wahlberg's nationality is Sugandis? No, no, he, he said something even worse. Um, oh god. So the editing is, is ridiculous. Basically so the whole point of the movie is it's Mark Wahlberg and his team. His team is like this super elite undercover um uh how I don't know, how would you describe them? Like they're bunch of badasses they're like they're like black ops mercenaries they're uh they're, they're like arnold schwarzenegger's team from uh savages or no sabotage not savages, arnold savages. schwarzenegger's team from savages okay <laughs> I, well no i'm thinking of uh that oliver stone movie savages yeah i know i know it's equally terrible yeah so they're like that and uh so at the beginning of the movie they're doing a raid on uh this house uh, with a bunch of russians in it and they they end up killing everyone super- and they end up. Uh, Mark Wahlberg kill, uh, kills this this uh, kid that they find out it's an eighteen year old uh, Russian um, immigrant spy, whatever. And and turns out they're all oh, like, no. "Oh, Yuli was so sad the other day." <laughs> they're all like KGB people, whatever. So, uh, and then the movie somehow progresses to um, the guy from the raid has a hard drive, and he has some uh, body some, some code that is supposed to. Uh, show them where this like um, this powder is that's gonna uh, cause nuclear explosions. 
Anthrax. Kind of. <laughs> uh, Watch out, Obama. And his his whole thing is like, you get me out of. Um, where were they again? <laughs> I don't even remember. I, I mean, he's from like the Philippines. He's or from something. Indonesia, but I don't know Indonesia. if that's where they were. I'm just racist, apparently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I feel like they I, they were probably in like fucking Valverde. They, like, they might have might as well have just gone with. Nah, it was definitely filmed somewhere out there. Yeah. Patterson. So the whole point is, is, is <laughs> they're trying to get him out of the country as part of this deal so that he can tell them where the stuff is through the hard drive. And at the same time, the local government, which is super corrupt, is trying to either take him back or kill him and the rest of the people. And at the same time, the Russians <laughs> are Russians. the Russians are on some submarine off the coast and they're doing something that you don't find out until later. They keep cutting back to them for no reason. They're trying to put their dicks in their butt, right? It, sure. And, and, and this whole time they keep cutting to shots of Mark Wahlberg talking in the past tense about what happened. And I didn't c- catch on until halfway through the movie that it was actually from the future. Um, because you don't really get a sense of it at all. He just keep, he's just talking about random shit. Oh, that's Jason. You'll appreciate this. Mark Wahlberg. His one character uh, trait is he's um he has like a bipolar kind of OCD thing, and uh the one way that he subdues it is he has a wristband and he flicks it constantly. So he's flicking his bean. Yes, that's that's what he's doing. Woo! That's how I uh, relieve tension too. <laughs> So they're trying to get him across the border. Uh, they keep picking off people from his team every so often. They finally get there. And uh, the the chick from The Walking Dead, I forget her name. Oh, um, Laura, Lori Cohen, I think her name. No, that's she's, she's Maggie, right, from The Walking yeah. Dead? Yeah. Um, she's the only one left with Mark Wahlberg. And they're, they finally get to the airplane to take the raid guy uh, out. And... <laughs> Mike, do you want to do the honors? Yeah, I was right. Uh, Lauren Cohen. Yeah, they uh, they decide to give. Well, I feel like we need to preface this now uh, because of uh, uh, John Malkovich's code name. They they're all all the people on the team are children, while uh, so they're like child one, child two, whatever. And John Malkovich's code name is mother. So at the very end, right before Raid Man. Uh, goes on the plane, he says, say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> to Mark Wahlberg. Uh, yes, he um, was like, what'd you say to me? What'd you say to me? Uh, I thought okay. I was I'll be honest with you, I didn't even catch that they were, uh, uh, their their code names were children. I just thought that uh, they were riffing the SNL skit. <laughs> I think that is why they named them children and mother was strictly so they could riff on it. Cause I'm I, like, he has in other movies in another, at least in uh, pain and gain said, uh, say hi to your mother for me as a line of dialogue. So like, it's, it's not, um, it, it wasn't just something that SNL made up. Like this is something, this is a Mark Wahlberg thing. Hmm. Mm. Well, at the end of the movie, you find out, and, and by the way, I went into the movie expecting, um, 
because I, I think what going in, I was checking how long it was and it was like just under two hours. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I should be getting out at this time. And when the movie finally ended, um, I looked at my, my, my phone and it was like nine o'clock. I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, this is really early. Come to find out the movie's actually like an hour and a half. And yeah. I was even more thrown off because it doesn't really have an ending. Uh, so, so what happens is they all get onto or, Mark Wahlberg stays behind. They get onto the airplane. It's uh, Maggie from The Walking Dead and the raid guy. And you end up finding out that the raid guy is a triple agent. Oh, he's like the dude from uh, Crystal Skull that keeps betraying and helping out Indy. And he's working with the Russians who... What? Who uh, who are on the sub who then put in uh, their whole plan was as a revenge for killing the kid from the beginning was the, the, the son of the person, the Russian person in charge of whatever on the sub. And uh, they find where, okay, I should probably preface. So there's, there's two, two aspects to this, this team. It's Mark Wahlberg's crew. And then John Malkovich who runs the technical side of it from they specifically say that they're fur further away like in a completely different country no one knows where they are they set up base wherever and the russians were trying to find where they were and they, i guess they were using the discs to help them do that and then at the end they all barge in and shoot everyone um john malkovich somehow walks out and he's he's been shot but like you don't see him die he just like rests on something and like ties Does his shoes. <laughs> no, no, not really. Um, and then the airplane takes off and you don't know what happens. And, then, <laughs> and the movie just ends. Mark Wahlberg's yeah. they're like, so what happened on the airplane? Mark Wahlberg's like, I don't want to talk about it. And that's it. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and the oh, movie just like, ended. The, the writer's free trial of final draft ran out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah like they don't tell you and they i could have sworn there was like a line of dialogue from the interviewers that alluded to lauren's character potentially being a bad guy as well even though there was absolutely nothing else in the movie to say no, that nothing uh, uh i feel like this got uh chopped up in the editing room it got chopped up all over the place man yeah like, oh, in the script and in the edit i think they uh, well uh, here's another reason why the editing's so bad so her character is she's she's a mother but she's divorced and i guess her kids are spending time with her father and she's using this app on her phone or whatever device it is to communicate and it's like this specific app that's made for uh couples that are divorced and you can't like curse on it or anything but it has but it has a screen on it and you can you can talk to them through the screen too and what the, F? the 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 camera cuts are so quick that I never got a good look at what her husband looks like. It just kept cutting well, her, between the two. Her husband was Peter Berg. Oh, was it? Yeah, was that was that? his cameo. The director. He uh, he oh, God. he he. Is, I mean, I guess he still is an actor uh, first and foremost. But uh, he uh, that was his little cameo appearance was being the husband, the much older husband of <laughs> Lauren Cohen. And, uh, yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a very like specific version of Skype, uh, that is moderated, uh, by bots that take out certain language. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess there's potentially like moderators that 
watch over it, uh, sort of like uh, marriage counselors or something. And it's supposed to be for families going through divorce. It's it's so like out there, like why it even exists. It, it reminds me of the uh, the scene with uh, in Transformers Four, where it was the the boyfriend, the overage boyfriend, explaining to uh, Mark Wahlberg how he can bang his daughter. <laughs> and, like it has absolutely <laughs> what? Well, um, it, like, it's one of those it's one of those scenes that is written for absolutely no reason because it doesn't add anything else to the script and they just needed some padding. And it was like uh-huh. just adding this weird element to the, the, the story that wasn't necessary. Oh, uh, so uh, I'm going to use AMC uh, A-list to see this, right? Mm, I did. <laughs> uh, well, I will tell you this. I only used movie pass to see it because it was the only movie movie pass would let me see on that see, day mike this is why <laughs> yeah. this is why you have to quit movie pass they're torturing you like this they're making you see bad movies well i almost tortured myself enough to go see slender man and then i looked oh. and it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> so i couldn't even torture myself mike why why would you do that I don't know. I fell down a rabbit hole. I watched the other Slender Man movie, the first one, the uh, always watching Marble Hornet story. And because uh, it's 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 on Amazon Prime now. And I was like, OK, I don't actually have to pay anything for it or even spend gas money to go see it. Uh, and Jesus Christ. Damn, um, Mile 22 has a 20 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it should be lower. <laughs> it should be way lower. Crazy Rich Asians has 93. Holy shit. Yeah, that's the new that's the new stable in wrestling right now. Crazy Rich Asians. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they're gonna be they're gonna be a thing. Just wait. Uh, Uh, I wanted to see that Happy Time Murders movie, like I mentioned last week, that that like adult Muppets movie. mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know. I don't have the time, and it's like got a thirty percent in Rotten Tomatoes. I think is it because here? Well, here's another thing: is the studio that made that also made Mile Twenty Two. So now I'm starting to think, and it's also the same studio that made uh, the Meg. So I'm starting to think that the studio is um, not very... Dude, they're oh, like fucking shitting that, uh, these movies out. Is it, is it STX or yeah. the uh, STX. Brothers? Yeah. Well, that's just uh, one of those... It's a Chinese company that like is just making very lowest common denominator movies to uh, appease to as many people as possible and usually failing with everyone. Yeah, they, they made... Uh, yeah, Mile 22, Happy Time Murders, The Foreigner, the Jackie Chan movie. I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, Bad Mom's Christmas, um, Molly's Game, which I hated. That was uh, Aaron Sorkin. Wait, is that movie. the Netflix movie? No. Um, you're thinking well, that's Gerald's game. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they they did Much the better. the Amy Schumer I Feel Pretty movie. Oh my God, this company oh, is no. the worst. They, oh, Jason, they did the boy. Remember the boy? Oh, that's also oh, with Lauren Cohen with the boy Lauren living in the walls. Yeah. Hey, you just spoiled it. No, oh no! I don't care. The boy lives in the walls, people, and then he comes out of the closet. What? There was an old movie. I thought there was an old movie in the '80s that did something like that too. Probably. Uh, wasn't that like the people under the stairs? Something like that. What a terrible trope! Oh, there's someone living in my walls. All right, Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal with thick walls? Oh God, people they're there. They're the studio that did Valerian. That that oh, lost them all that no. money. Oh, Valerian's uh, what my doctor said I had. 
As little, well, there wasn't a little story there. There was too much story there, I think. Um, that movie was fun to watch in 3D. Like and Avatar. That was one of those, yeah. that was early in the uh, movie pass uh, experiment. That was one of the ones that I saw. And I can't say that I hated it, but I was also very bored by it. Yeah, mm. no, it was definitely, um, like, acting and story-wise, it was boring. But visually, I thought it was it was fun. Oh, now God. Michael's coming out called Aquaman. Oh God! My, my, <laughs> my dad, always, my dad always confuses Valerian with that John Carter movie. Both movies were like I didn't see Valerian, but I saw John Carter in person. I paid money to see that. I feel very, ass. I feel terrible for you. It sucked ass. Jason, Jason, the state, the same studio did the Bye Bye Man. The Pee Pee Poo Poo Man. It, it all makes sense. Which was definitely better than that Marble Hornets movie I saw. Marble Hornets? It was the better, the uh, always watching Slenderman thing. It, oh, was, oh, oh. it was a better Slenderman movie than probably Slenderman. Hmm. A lot of, lot of duds on here. I, the only thing that uh, they did, Hardcore Henry. Which, Yo, it's on Netflix. I want to see that. Uh, is apparently good. The Edge of 17, which I've heard is good. Other than that, like this all looks like shit. So, hardcore Henry is hardcore Ooh, Holly's brother. <laughs> I really like the gift. The gift? Yeah. Oh, that's that uh, yeah, Jason uh, Bateman. Uh, Joel, yeah, yeah Jason Bateman and Joel Edgerton. Joel Schumacher. That was actually, uh, pretty good. Is that about the, okay. Is that about the uh, the video that keeps going? What's what's no, the no, don't spoil it. I want to see the gift. Oh no, it, it's it's not supernatural at all. Um, and the Den of Thieves, which is apparently similar, uh, prob- probably has a similar uh, slight against it, as I said for this, where it's a story you've already seen before. But because uh, uh, people said that Den of Thieves was just a ripoff of Heat, but I guess lucky for me, I never saw Heat, so Den of Thieves was pretty good. Cool. It's it's Heat starring cheaper actors. Exactly, and it has Gerald. Uh, uh, Ger- Gerald, right? Is that Gerald. how you say it? Gerald Butler? Yeah. yeah, it has the Phantom of the Opera chewing the fuck out of the scenery. That, that's what and you recognize him from? <laughs> well, I, I recognize him from Dracula 2000, honestly. Oh, God. <laughs> that's where I was introduced to Gerard Butler. All you right. mean the, the God of Egypt? Yeah, he was in that, too. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, final thoughts on mile 22. Uh, I would give it, um, how many miles out of 22? Um, <laughs> I would give it about 10 feet. 10 feet. <laughs> oh shit. Not even a mile. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know how it, it depends on how far the front door is. <laughs> Wouldn't even answer it. Mm, okay. Sounds like a great movie that I'm going to go see right away. Not the next movie on my radar is the predator. That comes out in a few weeks. Oh. Just got rated R officially, I heard. The Predator. I don't know if that's going to help it. <laughs> Jason, Jason, that was terrible. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm so angry. Really I, 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 apparently, the, the, um, the pre-sale tickets are available at only some theaters, and the AMC ones haven't gotten it yet, so I can't pre-order Gee. my ticket yet. Well, what can you pre-order fuck? with Stubbs' alias? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Um... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I was telling Yuli the other day. I'm like, yeah, Predator's coming out in a few weeks. That's the next movie on my on my radar. 
And she's like, I've never seen any of those movies. What is it? What's it about? And then she was like confusing the Predator with, uh, like, uh, oh fuck, I don't remember now. But a bunch of other movies that weren't the Predator. Did you and tell I'm her like, that okay. it stars Chris Hansen? Oh yeah, no. I, <laughs> I actually did. I'm like, yeah. And then there was a TV show called To Catch a Predator, and then she was just like, wait a minute. And um, a Predator starring Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to have like a mini Predator marathon. I just want to watch the first one and then probably just Predators. I don't think I need to watch the second one. I I have absolutely no interest in watching the second one. If you make sure you watch, make sure you watch Predators at five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it at like uh, no sync it up o'clock. so that 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 line comes at five o'clock. Yeah, exactly. That would be the up. best. That would be the best. <laughs> and then. I'll- <laughs> Could you imagine it just right when the clock strikes five? It's just Topher Grace goes five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when people uh, line up um, the Death Star blowing up for New Year's Eve. Yeah, just it's the same I saw, thing. I saw some guy line up Michael Scott yelling "No, no!" right when it hits New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean New Year's Day, whatever. But um, yep. So. Uh, Predator's coming out. Uh, what were we just? Oh, yeah, Mile Twenty Two seems like a big piece of shit. It is. It is a big piece of shit. Go see it for free. Go see Mission yeah. Impossible again instead. Yeah, that was a great I movie. Can't. Oh, Mike, real quick, what do you think? Of- <laughs> <laughs> what, what'd you say? He said he can't. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's so stupid. Like the movies that they're offering per day are movies that, or some of them are movies that just came out. It's like, why not offer the movies that are, uh, have been out for a while? More often than not, no one's going to be there. Really? The worst part is like some of them I thought about actually going to see, you know, like summer of 84 or, uh, the fucking, any of the indie movies that aren't playing within an hour away from me. Mm -hmm. Like there are the, the, there's some movies where it's like, it's playing on eight screens. I'm surprised that fucking Kevin Spacey movie isn't one of them. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I almost that made put like that in. Bucks. Yeah, I almost put that in as a news story, but uh, yeah, it made like six hundred dollars uh, over the weekend. <laughs> oh, oh, Mike, real quick, what did you think of Black Klansman? I thought it was really good. I liked it. Um, I liked it too. Yeah, oh, yeah I, 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 I don't know how else to uh, what else to add to it. It's what? definitely definitely political. Um, oh yeah. But then again, as are most of Spike Lee's movies, uh, probably the only one that wasn't was like that. What the hell was that bank robbery? Inside Man. Yeah. The one that like no one knows is a Spike Lee movie because it's not anything like his other movies. And that's why it made money. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But no, the acting was good. Apparently the lead actor is Denzel Washington's son. Who? Yeah. Which I didn't know. Yeah. He because apparently he what was he a football player before this? And he wasn't actually. He only just started going into acting, and I thought he did a really good job with that. Uh, Adam Driver, I haven't actually think I've seen him ever do anything bad yet. Uh, He's a great actor. Yeah, like, it was a good movie. The last, like, five minutes of it were a little odd. Oh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, uh, were, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding when I saw it, uh, that the last couple minutes, as after it ended, someone was leaving the theater, and they just went, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? Was it that black guy from the Pokemon movies? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, what the fuck? No, it was some uh, white it, guy. It would, yeah, it would not have been a black guy saying that, I think. <laughs> I don't think that he was a um one of those people, but uh <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What do you what do you mean, you people? <laughs> uh I, I thought I thought it was it was pretty good. My only complaint was it does kind of 
peter off towards the end like uh uh, it starts off really well, and then I don't know. I, I felt like the 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 last third of the movie was not very. Uh, it was kind of it was a little it was a little messy, and there was yeah. I mm. I think partly because it's based on a true story, and it's sort of like well, the story just kind of ends. Yeah, I could mm. see that. Like there's not a, there's not a whole lot more to add to it because I guess they didn't want to necessarily change anything for dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. And I, like- I will say when they show current day David Duke. And after watching uh, Topher Grace, uh, five o'clock, um, he uh, he was definitely the right choice because I that's all I could see when I saw him. Wow. Yeah. Five o'clock's his best time. His favorite time. Uh, where when does uh, Clayton Bigsby show up? <laughs> I mean, I guess in a manner of speaking, Clayton Bigsby, the main character. <laughs> uh, I don't want to quote any of his words. Uh, uh, that was a funny Chappelle show skit. Anyway, right. let's move on. Let's move uh, on. You want to see my? You want to see my face? <laughs> show us your face. <laughs> no, no. And the guy's head blows up in the back. <laughs> uh, a couple, a couple uh, news stories for this week. Uh, some, uh, some, some problems going on in the James Bond world. Uh, the, the next movie has hit a stumbling block. It was announced that director Danny Boyle has left the project due to quote, creative differences. God damn it. God damn it. Yeah. This, this one hurts because I feel like he probably would have brought something new and different to Bond. And that's probably why they fired him. I don't believe that this was his choice. Um, I wonder what, like, uh, I heard, I remember hearing Danny Boyle's name attached to the Bond franchise for years, and now he finally had a movie to make, and they let him go. They, uh, he even brought in his his normal uh, writer too to to do the script because normally they've been using the three the same three guys for the last couple movies, um, and it was like, okay, good, we got some fresh blood in here. Daniel Craig seems interested, considering he wanted to slit his wrists last time. If now he yeah. seems interested, it must be a pretty good idea. Um, and yeah, now he's uh, he's not on the project anymore. Um, that really sucks. They said uh, there's there's no word on any repre- replacement. Um, however, they were actually gearing up to start shooting in December, um, and hopefully Maybe have... they'll get James Gunn. Uh... <laughs> I don't think they would get an American. Has an American ever directed no. it before? That's the only thing is like for uh, I always thought that that was the reason why they, they didn't want to hire Quentin Tarantino because he's always wanted to do a James Bond movie. Um, they they keep saying that it's because they don't want it to have it set in the 60s, which is what he wants to do. I think it's just because he's American. It's yeah. like one of those weird things where it's just like they would rather have a British person do it because, you know. And he would make James Bond say the N word. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, yeah, if it was set in the sixties, definitely. That's why they got to go with. That's why they got to go with Idris Elba. That way, Quentin Tarantino can direct it. <laughs> uh, he says he's not interested. Yeah. Oh yeah. He had a quote, and his quote was just no. <laughs> Which I and I said this before when when Evan was talking about Idris Elba because that's that's his choice to take over for, for Bond. I think it'd be good. Uh, if if the problem with Daniel Craig is how old he is, Idris yeah, Elba is, this, is like the with, same uh, age. Like they're not. Uh, that, yeah, they're, uh, I was listening to uh, IGN's movie podcast over the weekend, and they were saying the same thing: how Idris Elba would make a great Bond, but 
then you run into the whole Roger Moore issue. He's like, like what, almost 60 or something like that. And he's making out with like a 25 year old, <laughs> just a little, especially during this me too era. Uh, Idris Elba's 45 and Daniel Craig is 50. So whoops. Sorry about that. Idris. They're, uh, well, I mean, that's not too far off. You I fig- thought he was older, honestly. Um, you figure, you know, if, if they want to sign him to like a three picture deal, you're looking at what he considering they don't pump them out like they used to like every two years. Now it's like three, maybe four yeah. years per. I know. So. I remember like in the nineties, like the Pierce Brosnan era, there was a, uh, James Bond movie like every two years. It was, I remember them coming out all the time. Yeah. It used to be like Marvel movies back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens with this. Uh, I, I, I love how I love how like uh, Craig still has one more Bond movie in the chamber and everyone's just talking about who's the next Bond, who's the next Bond. It's like, don't you guys know that Daniel Craig is technically still the next Bond? <laughs> it's something to talk about, I guess. Like, I think that's the way that they look at it. Um, I really think he should have ended his Bond run with Skyfall. I mean, that ended it with him driving off and like the sun's and not Skyfall. Mean I mean, Spectre. Uh, Spectre. Yeah, it end, didn't it end with him like driving off into the sunset pretty much in the Aston Martin. Yeah, it's like, why? I'm 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 honest. It's like I wonder why. Maybe he didn't like Spectre and uh, well wanted to just go off and like you know maybe maybe Craig wants to like end uh, like on a better turn on a better movie. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I honestly don't know. No, but it's I, th- just like, I think that has something to do with it. Like uh, I think that, um, like like a Hugh Jackman example, like he wanted to end it on a good movie as opposed to say, you know, f- fucking dark Phoenix, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, and he probably was not happy with Spectre, especially considering how there was so many issues with the production. Yeah. Um, so who knows what's going to happen, but Spectre's not a bad movie. It was just like after Skyfall, it was really mediocre. Yeah. I mean, I consider Skyfall to be the best of all the movies, so... Yeah, that and Casino Royale. It's kind of... Uh... By the way, uh, fun story. So I was listening to uh, a podcast with David Harbour, who... Uh, oh, Stranger Things, dude. Yeah, who is in Quantum of Solace. Uh, That's right. He's also in the best movie ever, Suicide Squad. <laughs> and he has an accent that comes and goes. And he was saying that when he was when they were filming Quantum of Solace, they shot it just as Bond 22. They didn't actually have a name for it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, later on, when the movie was coming out, uh, you know, he went to the premiere and he saw the title of it, Quantum of Solace. He goes, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, since he's more of a popular guy nowadays than he was when Quantum of Solace came, came out, they should totally bring his character back. I don't remember who he was. He was like Joe Schmo number three, like secret CIA man number five. But uh, just give him a promotion he, uh, to make him, like, a co-star or something. Wasn't he, like, Felix's boss or something? I don't like, remember like, uh, at all. Like a CIA, high-ranking CIA guy? Quantum of Solace was two movies in one because of the writer's strike. Damn it, where's Evan when you need him? Yeah, someone get Evan on the line. Nah. <laughs> Damn, I would have gotten the sound clip ready, but um, I'm behind. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. Jason. Yes. Your favorite Marvel movies, Thor: The Dark World. Yes. Uh, in a new uh, interview with GQ, Chris Hemsworth was talking about the Thor series, and he was taking some shots at Thor: The Dark World. That fucker. 
Uh, he was saying, quote, uh, the first one is good. The second one is meh. Um, and <clears throat> Idris Elba was also who we mentioned earlier. He was talking about He's like they uh, all suck. <laughs> he was talking about uh, his experience on set. Uh, and he was saying uh, working on it was heartbreaking. Uh, he's, he, he recalls talking to his agent. He says, this is torture, man. I don't want to I don't want to do this. And his agent told him, he said, you have to. It's part of the deal. <laughs> do it or you die. <laughs> Um, what, what do you, what do you mean was torture? Like, like acting in front of a green screen or wearing the costume? Cause I remember reading somewhere that Idris Elba is not a fan of acting in superhero movies. I think he just wasn't a fan of being a secondary character anymore. Uh, well, you could say that, but then in Ragnarok, he is like the prototypical background character. And he, he said that he had a great experience working on Ragnarok. So um, yeah, maybe that was just maybe Taika Watiti made it better for him. Maybe I, I think also let's not forget that the director of Thor: The Dark World, Alan Taylor, mm-hmm. um, who this was like his first big budget movie. He came over from from working on Game of Thrones. Um, he 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 does this. Apparently, was not a uh, the the people at Marvel did not like him. Kevin Kevin Feige especially did not like him. Uh, to the point where I don't know if you ever saw the the interview clip where uh, they're talking about um, they're talking to Kevin Kevin Feige about Alan Taylor and they were like, do you think he'll be back for uh, another Marvel movie? And he goes, he would be lucky to uh, to be brought back. Wow. Um, and then Alan Taylor went on to direct Terminator Genesis. Oh no! <laughs> uh, Wait, so why did they hire him in the first place? Because I mean, maybe... Game of Thrones. He was coming off of Game of Thrones. They, they, well, he wasn't the first choice either, wasn't he? No, wasn't Patty like... Jenkins was. Yeah. And, and they didn't they want the Thor one director back too? Kenneth Braun, I think his name was. Kenneth Branagh. But they couldn't uh, get him back. I don't think. I don't know if they specifically were trying to get him back. I, I, uh, I know that, uh, like you're saying, Pat- Patty Jenkins was. Uh, the first choice, but then there was some issues. I, I think it was just because she didn't want to have to. She didn't want to make a, a a Marvel movie. Ew, Marvel! And then she goes over to DC and makes a Zack Snyder movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so they brought him in because you know that's kind of what they do sometimes, especially like with big budget movies. They they find someone from TV who who directed you know big name TV episodes, and they're like, here you go, here's a big budget property movie. And uh, fun. and yeah, pretty much, and that's kind of what happened. And so I guess Thor: The Dark World will always be the black sheep of the Marvel family, even though it is, in my eyes, legitimately good. I like that movie. Iron Man Three is the black sheep in my eyes. The oh no no ass. no! I think the Incredible Hulk is the black I like sheep. The Incredible Hulk. That yeah, wasn't but bad. think about that, it. That's an anomaly. That movie was totally an anomaly because it that has movie. a fucking Ty Burrell in it and it has uh, Liv Tyler in it. Exactly. And, uh, That's why it's the black sheep because none of these people ever showed up again. <laughs> yeah, and that they, mo- they, they, that, that's the leader who never shows up again. <laughs> that movie had the best Hulk model out of all the movies. Yeah, he was ripped. He actually looked like Hulk, not just like kitty-fied nonsense that they had in the Avengers. Yeah. The Jolly Green Giant, or at least it's not the Jolly Green Giant with Eric Bana. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah. from uh, Angley's Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, moving on. Our next story, Jason. Are you a fan of the Watchmen? They're the Watchmen. 
It's from a I've watched I watched the Watchmen. Yeah, no. Oh, so I, you're I like the, the one movie. that watches them. Yeah, it's me the whole time. <laughs> yep. I like the movie. It was good. I actually was thinking of buying the extended cut the other day because I wanted to see the extra footage, but I never did. Well, Jason, you're going to get your chance at some more Watchmen because uh, HBO has picked up the Damon Lindelof Watchmen series for a full season. Oh, my God. It'll be cool. Uh, Lindelof took to to Instagram to say that it won't be a straight up adaptation of the graphic novel. Um, However, he said he, he compares his version as the New Testament to the original Old Testament. They got to get the whole cast back. <laughs> I, I don't know what more, that means. More blue penis. Yes, please. Make it like 10 times bigger. Put some blue More there. blue penis. Do, do they have to like audition that way? Like, they... <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, I'm here, to ad- I'm here to audition for Dr. Manhattan. And they have to pull their pants and like swing their dick around. <laughs> I remember reading rumors that, you know, these were really light rumors on Reddit. Reading that they want uh, HBO was thinking of getting John Cena to play Doctor Manhattan. Could you? Imagine? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> his huge I, blue penis. I do not need to see that much of. Uh, I do not need to see that much of uh, John Cena. Uh, well, Jason, it's funny you mentioned that because they actually did announce some cast members for the show. Ah. Um, they didn't specifically say who they're playing. They just announced that these people are in the cast. Um, so I guess we could try to think of who these people are going to be, but also like, I don't like, they said it's not a straight up adaptation of the book. So I'm not sure exactly what that means. Like, are they going to have new characters or are they going to integrate a lot of like before Watchmen stuff? You know what I mean? Like, but but then, well, see, here's the thing is like, originally the the show was supposed to be a prequel and then it changed and now it's this we don't know what it is yet but it's they they said it's not a prequel then i don't fucking know man who's uh who's in the cast uh they have jeremy irons is in there oh uh, he'll probably be Alfred. wait really jeremy irons <laughs> maybe he'll be dr manhattan i don't think so the the closest i can think of is maybe the old uh, night owl yeah um we have uh regina king I'm gonna Google her name, Regina. I'm not King. super familiar with her, but uh, I keep getting her confused with Regina Hall. What else has Regina King been in? IDK. Uh, mm. We also have uh, Don Johnson. Sure? Don, wasn't that that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levin movie? Oh no, that was Don Juan. <laughs> Don Don Cheedy. It's Don Cheedy. Oh, <laughs> Don Cheedy. That's my favorite. I have no idea who these people can play. Maybe Don Johnson will be Rorschach. He could Regina, be Regina. Regina King was from. Uh, I know her from Friday. She okay. plays Ice Cube's. Si- yeah, she plays Ice Cube's sister. That's all I really know her from. Mm. I think Don Johnson could play like an older comedian. Yeah, true. Um, that's all I can think of, though. Here's an interesting one. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Uh, Jason, you were talking about the uh, the leader earlier. That's the guy that was playing the leader. Ah. Maybe he'll be play- yeah, man. He looks like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> he'll probably play like Ozymandias. No, well, that, <laughs> that doesn't fit no, at I was all. Say, you, you need a, you need a pretty boy to play Ozymandias. Well, get me. Yeah, I don't think you're tall get enough, Sha- Jason. Get Shawn Michaels because <laughs> he's a he's a sexy boy with his wonky eye. 
I've, I have a feeling he might be playing Rorschach, but I don't know that for a oh, fact. Oh, God. Most unintimidating well, no. Rorschach. Rorschach. Rorschach had curly Nerd right shack. There. Yeah, he'd have to shred up a little bit for Rorschach. Can't, you can't have a pudgy Rorschach. Just get Jackie Earl Haley back. What else is he doing? Yeah, nothing. He was such a good Rorschach. It was unbelievable. He was great as Freddy Krueger. I was going to say, maybe he's waiting for that call to get a sequel. <laughs> 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 um, uh, Someone named... Uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen the <laughs> second, who is oh man, uh, that was in my oh he's a uh, Black Manta in Aquaman. Yeah, too. he's playing Black Manta. I'm assuming he's also playing Black Manta in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the last notable name is uh, Louis Gossick Jr. Louis was it Gossick? Gossett. Gossett. Yeah, he's. I thought he was dead. No, he's still alive. He's still alive. Jason, you ever see uh, Officer and a and a gentleman? No. Well, fuck you. Did man. you ever see the uh, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie? I did. I've seen the box art. <laughs> oh, so you've basically seen it. <laughs> yeah. But no. Anyway, well, that's... I have no idea who any of these people can play. This he's gonna be really threw me off. He'll be Doctor Manhattan. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think this is the full cast. I, I there's, there's definitely going to be more names, uh, considering how, how large the cast is in the first place. So we'll, when they we'll see cast what John Cena, we'll know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? He should play uh, Silk Spectre. Ooh, yeah, and yeah. He just fucks uh, Night Owl in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. He's his butt bouncing all weird. <laughs> Him and Jeremy Hallelujah. Irons. Hallelujah. <laughs> Oh god! All I right. want to know who's. Gonna, I want to know who's going to play that gay superhero that gets massacred in her apartment. Oh, there was some dark stuff in the beginning of that movie. I forgot about that. I watched it recently, and I was like, "Oh." Can we get uh, got- Ruby Rose for that? Oh, CGI lesbian. <laughs> All right, uh, Jason. Let's move on. Twitter. Do we have any questions on Twitter? Uh, hold on. This old man's got to get his phone out of his pocket. In the, me- in the meantime, Steve, tell us a, a, a meme you've recently saw. Uh, actually, I would like to take this time to say, on a serious note, rest in peace, Robbie Rotten. Oh, yeah. Very, very, very sad, actually sad thing. He was a great human being. His name was Stefan Carl Anderson, I believe was the actor's name. He, uh, he finally, after a long, hard fight, he succumbed to pancreatic cancer. And We Are Number One was one of the biggest memes ever. And not yeah. to mention... Like he was, and he was, he rolled with the meme so well that when it was at the peak of its, like when it was at the peak of its fame, he was in the hospital getting chemotherapy and him and the guys that played the other Robbie Rottens on Lazy Town, they got together and did a live rendition of we are number one in the hospital right after he finished chemo. So rest in peace, buddy, to one of the truest, greatest, most wholesome memes ever. Yeah. Rest in peace, uh, Stefan. You're up there with the greats right now. He's hanging out with Harambe. He's hanging out with Harambe and Jesus. <laughs> They're all number one. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Twitter Q&A. Uh, first question of the week comes from Mr. Smart Ass Reviews. They ask us, us, using only three words, how would you describe Jobo? Hmm. In only three words we got to choose these words wisely so i'm gonna say big 
dumb idiot. Hmm. This is the <laughs> worst town I've ever been in. That's 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 no. how I should have opened the uh, Mile 22 review. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst movie I've ever been to. <laughs> I see you. I see you. Oh, God. But uh, if I described Joe in two words, it would be, uh, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> that's four uh, words, Steve. But Just... A is not a word. That's spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would uh, say very, very Italian. <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, who is Jobo? <laughs> He's our, Italian, he's our stereotypical Italian friend. Why is Jobo? <laughs> where is Jobo? <laughs> yeah, where is Jobo? We have to have like a Jobo fundraiser. Be like, where is Jobo? He's making the pizza. <laughs> where in the world is Jobo San Diego? Yeah, and he normally wears a trench coat anyway, so it works. <laughs> Get him a red hat. We'll be good. Yeah. I'm going to change my three words to hot spicy sausage. <laughs> Okay. Jobo's Jobo's traveling through time, taking famous historical monuments and replacing them with like spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> He's swinging around the city like Spider Man on spaghetti. <laughs> his uh, his criminal name is Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Mike, what, what three words you want for Jobo? That that was my, that was for my yeah, word. Yeah, he said, "Who is Jobo?" Jo. Oh, yeah, who I is you're Jobo? Kidding. Okay. Uh, okay, let's move on. Second question of the week comes from that fucking asshole, Jason Green, with the E at the end of his name. The silent E. Um, they ask us, us, what's the best movie of the... Well, hold on. What's the best movie of the year for 2018? So what's the best movie so far of the year? Hmm. I'm leaning... Right now, uh, first one comes to my mind is Infinity War. Trying to think what else I saw. I've seen a lot this year with Movie Pass. Infinity War was really good. Um, uh, I really War of the Planet of the Apes was this year, right? I'm not. No, out of my that was mind. last year. <laughs> that was that last year. Okay, I was kind. Of, I was trying to think. Couldn't yeah. remember. Oh yeah, Incredibles two is great too. So was Mission Impossible. And I'm just gonna pick Venom because it looks great from the trailers. So. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But I'm still going with Infinity War. Uh, Honestly, I w- I pro- I'll take the low-hanging fruit, and I'll just say the same thing, Jason. I, yes. I would highly recommend uh, Annihilation if you have if you uh, missed that one. I wanted to see that, but that came yeah. out at the time when I lost my Movie Pass card, oh. and it took me like two fucking months to get it back. Isn't it on Netflix now? <laughs> mm, is it on? Let me see. I know it's somewhere. I just haven't had the chance to watch it because they sold it to Netflix. I don't know if it actually went on there yet. Oh fuck! Yeah, a lot of people knock it, but you know, Mortal Kombat Annihilation was really good. What? <laughs> Same, uh, yeah, same director as Annabelle and Wish Upon. Oh my gosh! Oh god, um, I would. Oh my also... god, the boy is on Netflix. John, <laughs> what? The boy is on Netflix. Boy, the boy, boy. The, the with the boy living in the wall. We were just talking about it. Do you have old lady in the wall? I have an old lady in the wall. So is the Conjuring. That's on Netflix too. But no, um, Annihilation is not. I think it might be on Amazon. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it's on there. Um, it was, I'm look- it was like literally to Netflix right now. for international distribution. I don't know about domestic. yeah, but I, I thought that they were uh, no X is on it. Well, that's the other one. Uh, I know X X <laughs> Uh 
Also, uh, I would highly recommend uh, the movie Thoroughbreds if you uh, are able mm-hmm. to catch that, that somewhere. Odd one, yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's at, uh, I heard, I remember that one. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I'm looking at my Letterbox page. Uh, the uh, oh, the Sicario sequel. I wanted to see that. Uh, I still want to see the first one. Let's let's not forget Gotti. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, Won't you be my neighbor? Was so goddamn wholesome and lovable. <laughs> you can't okay. leave that movie in a bad mood. I don't know. I kind of I left that movie feeling like they didn't tell me everything. Like Sean, you're oh, so cynical. That's why. Like, it, like I'm well. I. It, it's either he has no skeletons in his closet whatsoever, or. Uh, you know, they're they're they they were leaving something out, but um, yeah, yeah like that, it sort of felt like maybe it wasn't a super deep dive, maybe because of how, uh, part like how beloved he was. Like you don't want to find out anything wrong about him, but then you know yeah. they they would talk to a lot of people and say like you know they 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 would uh you know he had no demons as far as they could tell, and these are like people who worked on the show the entire length of its run. Yeah, um, I, I wasn't specifically looking for demons or anything you know bad that he did it's just i felt like they didn't talk about like the show enough um especially like how it started and and uh you know just the process of do- of making it and everything i i guess that's like that, I, mean, yeah. I guess it'd be because it's a documentary about him and not the show itself yeah like they didn't get technical with things but i mean they did show about how they did talk about him doing because it was what puppets at first with another actress and then it's sort of like well i don't really care for this i'd rather it be me talking to the kids directly and they do go a bit into the the actual beginning of it but yeah and not not in a very uh production heavy speak i will say though some of those older clips that they showed uh considering some of the, the topics that they brought up would be uh definitely be memes today yeah oh god if it was airing it's like i remember one of the first yeah. old internet rumors i read as a kid was that like it was one of those BS oh, he was a Vietnam vet. Yeah, they, they, he was a Vietnam vet, and the reason he had to wear long sleeve sweaters all the time is because he had sleeves from his wrist to his shoulders. No, they actually they addressed <laughs> that. They addressed that in the documentary. Yeah. They were just like, yeah, it's not, it's bullshit. I just really, I loved how that was a rumor. It's like, why you got to make Mister Rogers like that? There's, just, there's like uh, so many internet internet rumors like that. Like the other big one being how Marilyn Manson removed his rib to suck his own dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Marilyn Manson sucks his own I dick. Thought, no, I I thought the <laughs> I mean, uh, the the thing was that he was he was the guy from yeah, the Wonder I, just, Years. I never got that. He was like, what the hell? The what? He was the the guy on the Wonder Years. Uh, Marilyn what was Manson. his name? Yeah. yeah, there was that. There was that too. Yeah. They, they did look alike a little bit. Um, but, you know, no, Marilyn Manson doesn't need to remove his ribs. He can just grab any 14-year-old girl he wants oh. out of the concert audience. Oh, shit. What is this? <laughs> what is this? Who is he, Jared Leto? <laughs> uh, I have no comment. <laughs> um, yeah, Sicario, uh, sorry to bother you, I really liked. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, hereditary also hereditary i thought was great which is apparently out on digital now oh i gotta uh, see that this i know this is another documentary i don't know if you saw it sean or not because i'm sure the other two are you gonna say <laughs> three identical strangers yeah no i didn't see it that was it was pretty good um because it takes a weird turn that i mean it's real life so you should fucking know about it i guess at this point because it's like stuff that was on the news back then but Fake you know, news. I was I was I was born at least a decade after all this thing came to fruition. 
So it was all news to me, and uh, that was fun. Uh, whether or not you guys are going to say anything bad about it, Teen Titans go to the movies. It's fun. I, I won't say anything bad about it. I, I, was, I, didn't, oh, hell, I, I, I was the weird almost 30-year-old sitting in that movie alone <laughs> surrounded by like 12-year-olds. Did in you bring your trench coat? No, no, no. I, 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 I wore my uh, cargo shorts. Oh, <laughs> easily removed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very tactical. <laughs> I would say one bad movie I saw this year in theaters. Don't ever see it. Bad Samaritan. Oh, I heard that's, that was terrible. That's it a movie. Fucking awful. It was. Who's in that? Uh, the guy from Doctor Who. Uh, David Who? Tennant. Yeah, it was a bunch of English people putting on American accents, and no one did a good job doing anything. <laughs> that's funny. I'm surprised you even got to see it. It must have been a movie pass thing because I remember it was in theaters one weekend and out the next. Yeah, no, it was just one of those things where, like, I woke up one morning, I'm like, I got nothing to do. What's playing? Bad Samaritan. I like David Tennant. He was good as Kilgrave. This is a bad movie. <laughs> well, they told you in the title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just bad. All right. All right. What's next? Let's move. Uh, let's go over to miscellaneous. What the fuck? Right in my ass. <laughs> oh, my dick's in my butt. Shock system oh uh jason a florida man huh florida man florida man he's back oh Oh, shit uh a florida man was arrested after allegedly dumping a bucket containing human feces and and urine inside a saint petersburg (laughs) 7-eleven it's poop again ah what is with this florida man this elusive florida man can he ever be stopped he should be the he should be the the guy who takes down Thanos. <laughs> no, isn't he part of his his like children or something? Oh yeah, he's one of he's Thanos' other kid. Yeah. He's part of the Black Order. <laughs> black for poop. The uh, that's the brown that's the brown order. <laughs> the, the brown world order. Did it did The the man reportedly obtained the waste from a portable toilet and transported it to the store. Uh, the alleged bowel movement bucket dump was a, apparently an act of revenge, as the police report notes. The man was banned from the store back in July. Oh, because he dumped poop then too. <laughs> the, oh my god! Uh, the uh, splattered poop got on a straw hat and a do rag. Uh, oh, do rag <laughs> with a total estimate of twenty eight dollars in damages. Oh no! Uh, the man was. Charged with uh, criminal trespassing and mischief, and was ordered to stay away from the Seven Eleven. Just go away! Don't come back. <laughs> it's the dude. It's a doo-doo rag now. Yeah, it's a doo-doo. <laughs> to see if you're on fire. Uh, I got. I got a ton of them. All right, uh, Jason. Our next story. You're a fan of Japan. I love Japan. Well, hopefully, you can explain An- this one. I love anime. An- anime titties. <laughs> I love them anime titties. Tentacles. Oh, tentacle porn. Hentai. A Japanese advertising agency has started selling ad space on the armpits of attractive young women. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> that's so Japanese, it's not even funny. <laughs> so, like, wait, wait, they, they're, like, tattooing shit under their arms? Is that what's going on? Uh, no. The, uh, the Wakeno ad company 
was set up earlier this year as a subsidiary of uh, a beauty products firm, which does uh, trade in sperm? items. What? <laughs> you said sperm? No, firm. Firm. Oh, I heard sperm. Okay. Uh, firm, firm sperm. Items designed to make armpits beautiful. Uh, the company's website has images of sample adverts uh, with a rectangular full-color ad measuring nearly two inches by four inches on an armpit, which uh, cost about 10,000 yen for one hour. Huh. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that like $100 American? Uh, where's Chris when you need him? Oh, wait, how much was it again? 10,000 10, yen. yen? Uh, usually just take away two zeros. So, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was right. Fuck you. <laughs> you don't need Chris. <laughs> the, uh, the models displaying in the adverts are pictured grasping overhead handles on trains or stretching to show off their armpits. Huh. This doesn't surprise me because I remember reading somewhere that in Japan it's culturally, it's considered cute if you have crooked teeth. And women go out of their way what? to get dental work done to get crooked teeth. Like some, I, I have no basis if this is true. I've never been to Japan yet, but I heard that men find women with like slightly crooked teeth attractive, and women, some women go out of their way to get their teeth fucked up to look so cute for guys. Why are there so, so few Japanese people in the South? So this whole armpit fetish thing just does not come as a surprise. Hmm. The uh, the company states on its website that it is looking to hire more armpit models, including male models. Oh, I'll go. I'll do it. I got some I'll hairy model. armpits. I'll have to say I'll model my armpits. Uh, Jason, yeah. I don't think that they're looking for hairy ones. Oh, I can shave mine. I don't. I don't mind. <laughs> armpit armpit world order. <laughs> it uh, it has also announced plans to stage a beauty contest to find the most attractive armpits in Japan. Oh my god! <laughs> I'd win. I'd win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our uh, our next story. Uh Jason, you're a fan of football. No, uh, no, I'm not. Are you, you a are. fan of food? Yes, I love food. Well, this football season the Arizona Cardinals will be selling a new burger at their stadium called the Gridiron Burger Challenge. Burger King <laughs> <laughs> which uh weighs in at over 7 pounds and costs $75. That sounds Fuck. about right. The Fuck. uh the burger consists of uh, five burger patties, uh, totaling almost two pounds, five, oh, Lord. five hot dogs, uh, five, five bratwursts, uh, 20 slices of American cheese. All my stomach hurts. Eight slices of bacon. <laughs> eight chicken oh. tenders. Mm. Uh, 12 ounces of fries. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, and a special sauce. Special my, special sauce, huh? Oh, my jizz. <laughs> <laughs> All sandwiched between uh, buns spanning ten inches. Uh, uh, Mike, let's go. Let's go eat one. And we can get all backed up like when you had the cheesesteaks. <laughs> yes, cheesesteaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> oh God, I can't imagine the the meat shits you would get from that. It would be disgusting. Oh, let alone the aftermath. How about just eating it? You'd get so the meat sweats. Oh, that's yeah. You would just smell. You would smell like food for like a solid twelve hours. Mm. Uh, they also incentivized, incentivized, incentivized the burger, saying uh, anyone who can finish it 
by yourself in less than an hour will be given a free Cardinals jersey. And, oh, that's it? And will be displayed on the large video board during the game. You should also pay for the hospital bill. It's like the it's like the bypass burger. Yeah. Or the heart attack burger at the heart attack hotel. Yeah. You uh, the, you Price. get a free just... free stent with uh with with, with each order. <laughs> you get a free stent, your happy meal. You can uh. incl- you can uh put it in your chest yourself. That that just that sounds like that sounds disgusting. I'll just say it. It sounds it sounds it sounds American. That's what I'll say. It sounds yeah. like that fucking thing that Mike was eating from Arby's, where they just shoved all that shit on it. Uh, the meat, meat mountain. mountain. Yeah. Oh, that was that was fantastically disgusting, and I will never have that again. <laughs> Mike, no, I know. That, you put that in your dating app. Your your profile is be like, I ate the meat mountain. Do you want to try it? <laughs> hey. That- that's that team we saw at NXT. It was uh, Undisputed Era versus <laughs> Meat, Meat Mountain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, our next story: A woman in the UK recently had a contact removed from her eye after being missing for 28 years. Um, <laughs> I have just so many questions. My dad, my dad wears contacts regularly, and I remember him telling me once when I was a kid. Um, I, I asked him once. I was like, "Do they ever? Do you ever like?" Do they ever fall in the back of your eye? I asked him that just like kind of flippantly, not really expecting him to say yes when he did. And then I, all I was thinking about was just the contact like floating around in your brain. And um, my dad was like, no, you just keep blinking and they'll roll forward. So it's like that that contact must have been really lodged in that lady's eye. Like she didn't feel anything. It's crazy. Well, that was like it reminds me of that chick that had cat. She thought she had cataracts and they removed like 78 contacts from her one eye. It's like, lady, you got to take them out. They don't do yeah, all. She just puts them in on top of one. <laughs> the uh, the patient uh, went to the doctor after after she discovered a pea-sized lump above her left eyebrow. Uh, oh, it's, was that the contact? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, the, the it cyst. Up, just like I thought when I was a kid. It floats up to your brain. <laughs> the, the cyst was visible on an MRI and caused the woman's left eyelid to droop. Uh, which my question is, does Fortis Whitaker have like a contact stuck in his head or something? <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's Forrest Whitaker's contact droop. Uh, when Isn't do- that the episode, Sean, that's a little too, uh, wordy. Uh, okay. when doctors went in to remove the cyst, they discovered a rigid contact lens that somehow migrated into the eyelid. Uh, at first, the woman couldn't recall how the contact lens got stuck. However, her mom remembered the, the patient losing a lens during a badminton game when she was just 14 years old. Oh, my God. God, that's been in there for a while. Yeah, 28 years. Uh, since the woman had no symptoms, she figured the lens had simply fallen out and gone missing. Um, but they said... Oh, it was in your brain. They said once the cyst and, and lens were removed, the woman's eye went back to normal, so... Happy so ending. she doesn't look, she doesn't look like uh, T'Challa's dad or T'Challa's dad in Black Panther. <laughs> it's like, every time I cut back to him, his eyes just got lower and lower. Yeah. Eventually, it was eventually it was next to his mouth. <laughs> like like uh, what is it? Crumb from All Real Monsters. Oh he's, yeah, he's holding his oh. eyes. <laughs> oh no! I don't know what to say to that. What are you talking about? I look fine. No, you don't. <laughs> Do you know the way? Oh God, that uh, meme needs to come back. Yeah, it should. It really. Did you see? Um, 
who was it that was dressed as Knuckles? Uh, was it Woods? Xavier Woods? He was he was tails. He was tails. Big E was Knuckles. Oh, Big E was Knuckles. Okay. Yeah, Jason, did you notice that on the new day? No. Big E was Knuckles. Yeah. Did he know the way? He knew the way, all right. <laughs> he was clicking at his opponents. <laughs> oh my god. All right, that uh, that concludes uh, miscellaneous for this week. Um, oh shit! Be before we leave, uh, there is one one more uh, a new segment that we want to test out. Um, be uh, before we go, this is uh, really quickly. We're going to take a look at uh, the movies that are coming out in theaters this week. Okay. Um, just a, a quick uh, quick roundup of everything that's that's coming out. First of all, Jason, you mentioned earlier in the show uh, the Happy Time Murders. Which mm-hmm. uh, is the puppet movie, the the R-rated puppet movie, which apparently is um I don't know if it's directed or is just uh, produced by the the son of Jim Henson. Wow, I had a fr- I had a friend who thought this was related to Happy Tree Friends. Oh, I, I remember like, no, those. No. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Whatever happened to those? No, no, no. Went, Some people they, stopped watching. They went the way of the dodo bird. People stopped watching Flash cartoons. Hmm. That's not true. All cartoons are made of flash now. Aha! There it is. Uh, we also have a movie called Axel. A X L. I have no idea. I th- Curtis Axel. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> maybe 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 you've seen a poster of it or something. Isn't it the movie I, with the I, the robot dog? Some robot dog. Yeah. Oh, I I saw the trailer for this. It looked dumb. Oh, you saw a trailer for it. I swear it. Yeah, I did. I totally saw trailer for this. Um, what movie was it? It was a while ago. It was a movie I saw off a of movie pass. Completely forgot about it till this one moment right now. Because uh, I, I mean, I go to the movies a lot, and I have not seen a single trailer for this movie. Yeah, I remember just thinking it looked really weird. Man, let me look at my movie pass. Are you sure Am you're I not thinking? Of, it's because I was actually. No, con- I know. I remember seeing the trailer for this because they're in like a desert, and they find this dog, and they're like, and it looks like all like, uh, like intimidating, and then it ends up being a sweetheart. Let me look at my uh, my movie pass history. I, I'm pretty sure it was for Skyscraper when I saw that. Oh God, um, good movie. For for a while, I was actually confusing this Axel movie with that movie Kin, with the the little black kid that finds a space gun. Mm, space know, gun. What, and James space Franco gun. plays himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, uh, we also have. The movie, the uh, movie Searching, which is the un, the I guess the not scary unfriended with uh uh with Harold from Harold and Kumar. <laughs> um, apparently it was like a big Sundance hit uh earlier in the year, and it's I think it's only being released on a couple screens, so I don't know if they're going for some award thing or whatever. But um, this is this is like just above. Uh, my hatred for found footage. I also hate uh, movies where it's just a computer screen. So mm. I probably will not be seeing what? It. Movies that are just based off a computer screen. Oh, yeah. Um, cheap. And the uh, the last movie coming out this weekend in limited release is the movie uh, Papillon, I think is how you say it, which is a remake of a Steve McQueen movie from the 60s, I believe. Hey everybody, it's Charlie Hunnam and his weird nondescript accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Happy on. So yeah. Happy on. Uh any any of those interest anyone? 
Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna pat pee on Jason. Uh, I might see searching because it's one of the few movies Movie Pass will let me see. Is it playing in your area? Probably not. Oh my God, Steve! Please pat pee on me. <laughs> <laughs> now we got an episode title. Yeah, that sounds like a good title. <laughs> or just do pat pee on. Oh, it's God. probably how is it pronounced? Is it pronounced Papillon or Pap Papi Papillon? I think it's I Papillon. Know. I think it's it's French, so it'd be like Papillon. Be I'm like just gonna say there. Papillon because of P. Because <laughs> P is funny. God, I, I can't believe I'm like almost thirty and I laugh at this shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all right. It means we're not getting old. We just age, everybody. We don't grow up. That's right. Wise words of the day. Here's a. Here's a YouTube. Oh, I don't know if I should click on that. The YouTube video that says how to pronounce Papillon. Play it really oh. loud. I don't know. You you guys aren't going to be able to hear it, so oh, it might not sorry. even be worth it. Hold on, let me see. Papillon. Hey, Remy Malik's in this. What? Hold on. Papillon. It, they're saying Papillon. I'm going to say Papillon, Sean. <laughs> Who are you going to Papillon? Steve. Ghostbusters. Oh no. Give him a golden shower. Um, I don't know. I'm, I I might end up uh, checking out the the puppet movie. Um, I don't know about any of these other ones. Well, who knows? We'll see. But that brings us to the end, Jason. Okay. Well, let's put a ball in the end of this episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening to episode 150 of Blah Blah Podcast. We've come a long way, and we are not done yet. You can expect another 150 episodes, everybody. And remember, you can follow us on Twitter at BlahBlahPod1. Follow us on YouTube, BlahBlahPodcast. Follow us all over the place on every podcasting service, uh, specific, uh, most importantly, Apple Podcasts and iTunes under Blah, Blah Podcast. Subscribe to us there. Check out our tournaments, our other fun movie reviews on YouTube, and just all of our funny-ass episodes, including this one, Pappy on Steve. Yes, and, and <laughs> Jason, next week, uh, the return of Dealer's Choice. Return a dealer's choice. So that means everyone here brings a random topic to the table that none of us know what each other is going to bring, and we all discuss it. And it's nice. I'm bringing herpes. Oh no! I'm going to be bringing syphilis, just like Ben Franklin. Mike, what are you bringing? Uh, that will be determined at a later date. Who? Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to episode 150. And remember to keep it right here for more blah blah podcast stuff. Have a great some rest other stuff. Of, <laughs> have a great rest of your week. Peace.